Hey, how's it going today, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm here today to do some NFL Week 7 recap as well as some NFL Week 8 preview. But before we go any further, let's just say thank you to one of our main sponsors. Really grateful for them is BetUS, one of the oldest sports books on the market, man. They have so much to offer, such a rich history. Uh, if you guys do happen to check the link in the description, it'll take you to BetUS, and we have a bunch of cool deals with them. You should definitely check it out as well. Uh, thank you to Off the Ball Network for allowing us to use their platform, be able to reach more fans, and just be able to pump out more content to more of an audience. I think we're really pu- we're really growing with them and on YouTube, we've just hit 10,000 subscribers. If you guys didn't have to see the short or look on the page, we have hit 10,000. And Off the Ball Network has definitely been a great help for us getting that as well. And we just want to shout out Cam for all his hard work and dedication as well. But if we're going to go through some of this Week 7 recap, uh, I'll do like I usually do. I've picked out four games for our recap, and I've picked out four games for our Week 8 preview. So if we're just going to get into the nitty-gritty Let's just start with the game that probably blew everybody away. That's Detroit at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore blew out Detroit 38-6. They beat the brakes off the Lions. Uh, It was never close. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson on my fantasy team, and he went for like 33. I mean, dude, Detroit's offense was abysmal. Baltimore's defense was smothering them. They could not get anything going. I did not see a blowout coming. I want to say I picked the Ravens to win this game. I just expected it to be a little bit closer, man. But, man, Baltimore's offense was rolling with Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and company, man. And that defense played stellar. Uh, I mean, I think Detroit's still a really good team, but they definitely need to get back to the drawing board and figure out, man, like, okay, what are we doing wrong? Do we have more issues than we initially thought? What can we adjust to go into the week? And we're going to end up touching on their game in the upcoming preview as well. But, man, 38-6, to Baltimore improves to 5-2. The Lions lose a game. They drop to 5-2. and two. Both really good, talented rosters. But, man, very good statement win from the Baltimore Ravens here in Week 7. Now, if I'm going to move on to my next Week 7 matchup, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills at my Patriots. Uh, This is the game that I didn't see coming. Uh, We had been struggling, especially on offense. And, uh, man, we got our second win. We won 29-25 to in a game where, man, Mac Jones did not look bad. Threw for, I think, 250 and threw a couple touchdowns. Didn't play a bad game. Josh Allen didn't play bad. But, man, just a real nail-biter. You know, pretty close game. But the Patriots pull it out. I mean, they contained that Bills offense. 25, I mean, you could have done better. But, I mean, hey, a win is a win. And, I mean, I know it's only our second win of the year. But that's a good win. And the good thing about that win is that it's in division. Which that can help if the Patriots are to go on a run and start winning a bunch of games. I'm not saying they will. I would love to see it happen. But if they were to happen to get on a run, this game could end up playing into that as a division win for them. So it plays a lot more into the what happens at the end of the year. But good statement win from them. Uh, we still need a lot more wins. This drives Buffalo to four and three on the year. So this division is still kind of up in the air. But hey, good. Good statement win for New England, and I hope they can start stringing some other ones together as we go forward. Now I'm going to move into another game that, are, are on paper, a really good matchup, and that's Miami at Philadelphia. Uh, 
Both quarterbacks didn't have a bad game, but I will probably give the edge to Jalen Hurts. They both turned the ball over. They both threw an interception each. Uh, but they pulled off the W, man. They had a really good win, 31-17. to The Eagles improved to 6-1, while the Miami Dolphins fall to 5-2. and And uh, we're starting to see, I guess some of these teams are starting to figure out that Miami offense. Uh, you've seen, and they still are very explosive, but you've seen how many points they were putting up within the first four or five games or so. And I mean, hey, they're holding the 17, man. They held Tyreek Hill to 88 yards. He had a touchdown. But man, A.J. Brown goes off with over 130 yards through the air receiving and get the touchdown as well. Good win for the Eagles. Good momentum booster and good confidence when I know it's out of conference. It's against the Dolphins, but man, being able to contain that offense and being able to drop 31 points on that Miami Dolphins defense, that's a big-time confidence booster. It's good to see from the Eagles. You know, they have that one loss on their resume, but man, they shake back, and they get a really good win against the Dolphins here. We'll see how they look going forward. They're still probably the favorite coming out of the NFC up to this point, but man, you never really know, but good game nonetheless. Now, this game... You guys know how high I've been on them, and that's the 49ers. Well, they went played Minnesota last week, and they dropped one 22-17. Uh, Minnesota was out without Justin Jefferson, but Kirk Cousins, I want to say, throws for over 400 yards. Jordan Addison, rookie out of USC, catches for a buck 23 and two touchdowns as well from Kirk. So this offense was still rolling. Not a high-scoring affair, but they get enough to get the W. Brock Purdy struggles. I don't think he even gets in the end zone. Throws a couple of picks. So he is having a little bit of struggles here. Could be some things that play into that. Not a high-scoring game, but these are two favorites. I would, I'm would. i not even going to say favorites in the NFC because, I mean, this win gets the Vikings the three and four. So they're still in the hole. This loss drops San Fran to five and two. Still a really good team on paper. Still a really loaded roster. But, man, they need to start figuring things out. I mean, look, it's Purdy's second year. You're going to have some kind of growing pains. You're not going to play like a baller every single game. A lot of people want to say he's a system quarterback. I don't think he's a system quarterback. I think he has a good benefit of playing in a Kyle Shanahan offense, yeah. But I think he's a good quarterback, man. I think he's just he just needs more time to develop. And he hasn't looked bad, man. But the last couple of games have definitely been struggles. And this one with being the worst struggle probably, I'd say, so far. But, man, week seven has some pretty good matchups, good week of football, good uh, some good statement wins, and kind of some teams trying to lead the pack and pull away from others. But, man, let's start getting into our week eight preview. Now, we've got some different teams and some of the same teams, but I'm going to get into this first game, and that's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, man, this Jaguars offense has looked really good under Coach Doug Peterson. Trevor Lawrence, man, he's he's looking really good, man. He's looking really poised. He's making a lot of really good throws, really good reads. Travis Etienne and the crew, man, they are looking really good on offense. And the defense hasn't been that bad either. They squeaked out that other win against New Orleans recently. But, man, this team looks really good. They're sitting at 5-2 and two coming into this game at Pittsburgh at 4-2. and two. The Steelers haven't been playing too bad themselves, man. And, I mean, anytime you have to go play at Pittsburgh, it's going to be a fight. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's really talented, but I mean, I don't know, man. I don't want to jump off the Jaguars bandwagon. I think they're really good. They're young, but they have some good veteran players. Uh, man, if I'm just going to be honest, man, if I'm going to put my money on anything, I'm going with Jacksonville, man. I don't know if the Steelers are going to be able to contain Trevor Lawrence, ETN, Ridley, Ingram, 
Christian Kirk, all those guys, like they are rolling. They look really good. And man, they're looking like one of the better teams in the AFC this year for sure. I mean, things are definitely looking a little bit different than what we predicted. Obviously, the Chiefs are still good. The teams who we thought were going to be good, I mean, Cincinnati has been struggling. Baltimore has been playing very well as well. But, man, the Jags, man, I picked them. I think we both picked the Jaguars to win this division, and I just don't see the Pittsburgh Steelers having an answer for Trevor Lawrence in that offense. I'm going to give the dub to Jacksonville. This next game might not be seen as a big game, but it could be a trap game, and that's New England at Miami. I take what I said with a grain of salt. Uh, if I'm just going through my history as a Patriots fan, it always seems when we go to Miami, it's always a struggle. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter if the Dolphins are really good or if they're really bad. And it doesn't matter if we're really good or really bad. Even when we had Tom at the helm, I mean, we always seem to really have a hard time getting wings in Miami. We're coming off a really big win against the Bills. The Dolphins are coming off of a loss to Philly. Uh, Mac Jones looked really good in our last game. Tua kind of struggled a little bit in the last game. Uh, I think this could be a good matchup. Uh, I would really like to see the Patriots get this win. I think it's more than possible. But, I mean, you got to think some things that are playing against the Patriots and more in the Dolphins' favor. They're coming off a loss to the Eagles, so they're going to be looking for a win. Now they're back at home. Which, like I just said, the Patriots have historically had problems playing at Miami, getting wins in Miami. Uh, do I find it possible? Yes. But I'm just wondering if that, since that Dolphins offense has struggled a bit last week against Philly, I'm wondering if they're going to light it up and throw all over this Patriots defense. I think the Patriots defense is really good. But the last time I thought that the Patriots defense was going to be really good and beat somebody, that's when they played the Saints. And that didn't really go so well. So, I mean... I think the Patriots can match up well with Miami. And I think there's a slight chance that they could get a win here. But the fact that the game is in Miami, and, man, this offense is Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. I, I think he's questionable, but I, I just don't see a realistic way that the Patriots can get this win. I've got the Dolphins, man, for sure, getting the win. This next game is going to be an interesting matchup as well, depending on how it goes. And that's going to be Cincinnati at San Francisco. Bengals sitting at 3-3, three and three, going to San Fran. The 49ers just dropped the game there at 5-2. Uh, the Bengals have been struggling. It seems like they've been kind of trending in the right direction. But just looking at statistics-wise, Burrow and company, man, they have been struggling. Then you have to go to a 49ers team. Like I said, they just lost a game against Minnesota, so they're definitely going to be looking for a win. Uh, I think this Bengals offense could get going early. I just don't know how Cincinnati's defense is going to contend with the 49ers offense. But, I mean, it's kind of a tale of the same sides, man. I think these teams both have some issues that they need to address. Uh, I think it definitely benefits the 49ers with them being at home in this matchup. I think it could be a good game, but I don't see San Fran dropping another one. No, technically... Let me correct myself. Uh, I don't see the 49ers dropping three games in a row because they dropped one to Cleveland and they just dropped another one to Minnesota. I love the Bengals, man. I love Joe Burrow, LSU bound. Uh, I would really love to see them get a win here. I just think the 49ers have a better roster. 
And I just don't see the 49ers dropping three in a row. Unfortunately, like I would love to see the Bengals win. But if I'm going with my gut and I'm going to put my money, I'm going 49ers, man. They're not dropping three in a row. And if they were, they're not going to drop it to Cincinnati with Joe Burrow for sure. This one is, yeah, this one is, the next game I've got is the Raiders and the Lions. Not a very big matchup. But it could be an interesting matchup. The Raiders have been having struggles, especially drama with Devontae Adams. They're going to Detroit. Detroit's coming off of an unfortunate loss, a blowout loss to the Ravens here. Uh, There's not a whole lot to say about this game. I think the Raiders' defense is playing okay at this point. But, man, if I'm just going to go out on a limb, the Lions are going to be looking for a win here. Getting embarrassed like that, being losing by 32 to Baltimore. Baltimore's a really good team. But, man, anytime a team like that gets blown out, like they're going to be looking for revenge. They're going to be looking for a, the next team that's on their schedule. And I just think the Raiders are going to be that unfortunate team. Uh, I don't see the Lions blowing out the Vegas Raiders, but I think Detroit's going to be looking to get back on the right track. I think they're going to be looking to score some points, and I'm definitely know they're going to be looking to get a dub, man. If they win this game, they can go up to six and two. I don't think they want to lose a game to the Vegas Raiders. Uh, that organization's just all over the place. I think Detroit gets this win. I don't think it's by much. I mean, I think they get the win. Not going to be a blowout, but I don't see it being a crazy game, crazy matchup at all. But, man, they have a, a couple other really cool matchups. I've seen that Denver had got a win last week, which is interesting. I still think that that organization is not in a really good place as well. You've seen the Chargers struggle. You've seen a couple of other teams doing well and some other ones not doing so good. Uh, New Orleans took a loss to Houston. There's a bunch of teams with their futures kind of up in the air right now. But if I'm just going to stay on this topic, man, that was our NFL Week 7 recap. Followed by the NFL Week 8 preview. Man, we just want to shout out all you guys who watch our content, all the subscribers, man. Like I said before, thank y'all so much for the constant support, for all the negative comments and the positive comments, man. We're grateful for any feedback. If there's things that y'all like, let us know. If there's things that y'all don't like, let us know. Like We want content to be what you guys want. You know, We want to put out good content that you guys enjoy, that y'all can listen to on the go, that y'all can sit down and lay down and relax and watch, whatever the case may be. We just want to thank you guys. We just hit... 10 we're almost to 11,000 subscribers as we speak and man we just want to appreciate just let you guys know how much we appreciate y'all and we're grateful for y'all and uh once again shout out to bet us if you guys want to check a link in the description y'all should check it out they have a bunch of cool deals especially with us with bet us if y'all want to check those out uh you guys should check out off the ball network if y'all enjoy anything with football basketball baseball all that good stuff they have tons of cool content tons of cool guys making that content you guys should check it out but For the time being, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit that bell notification so you don't miss a beat. We've got plenty of shorts that have been dropping lately. We have college content, NFL content, top five and top tens, and we're going to be having an open discussion tab start out here pretty soon. But for the time being, then, thank you guys for all the love and support, and this is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off. (music) 